0: Okay, well today I'm uh, very happy to have with me uh, Christine Gonsalves Am I pronouncing your surname That's right? Absolutely uh, perfect. I, I, I always, uh, I'm always scared to get surnames wrong. I mentioned earlier, people always get my surname wrong, so I'm bound to get everyone else's wrong. Um, so yeah, thanks very much for joining today. I uh, I, I, I struggle to introduce you uh, because you're such a such an interesting person with so many hats. Uh, that you you wear and, and so much experience that you've had, but ultimately I, I see you as an entrepreneur. You uh, you're an editor, a writer, got a legal background, and um, you have a real interest in new business ideas. Uh, have I done it? Have I explained you correctly?
1: Um, yeah, I think that pretty well sums it up. Yeah. Um, um, as we have talked before, I like to think of myself as something of a renaissance woman, right. but uh, certainly a person that. Um, has worn quite a few hats, yeah. and um, um, has been lucky enough actually to wear quite a few hats. So
0: it's yeah, a good segue into a uh, perfect segue. Uh, this this is the good luck club, so we we do like to talk about luck, and I'm actually very interested in maybe just diving straight in and, and understanding what your what your view is on luck.
1: I think luck can be defined in sort of a number of different ways, and it's it's. Um, meaningful in a number of probably different contexts. I mean, if if I go and buy a lottery ticket and I win, that's lucky. Um, and of course you have to put yourself in the position where you put your two pounds down and you get your ticket and you win. So you put yourself in the position of creating that kind of luck. But in terms of the luck that I think we're talking about, it's it's a little bit different. Um, I think that the, the bottom line when it comes to luck is we can make our own luck um, in some respects um, in the sense that we obviously, number one, have to put ourselves in the position um, where we're open to that, um, whether that's romantic, whether that's uh, in the business realm or entrepreneurial realm. Um, So that's sort of, you know, number one, we have to put ourselves in that position. So we have to be open to it. Mm. If if we're not open to it, we're not gonna see it. um, We're not gonna be able to take advantage of it. um, And so forth. Um, At the same time, to be lucky in business, sometimes, yeah, you really do need the luck. That Mm. same sort of Mm. lottery luck. Mm. You know, there's some very, very bright uh, people with fantastic ideas. Um, that maybe maybe they're too early to market Mm. Uh, maybe if they had come five years later you know they would be the next GoPro or Mm. Apple or whatever Mm. Mm. Um, and that's probably that that sort of timing Mm. to a degree is luck Mm. But again, at the same time, yeah, I think we make our own luck. And Mm. I think we make our own luck by by not not just putting ourselves into that position, but really being aware of what's happening around us um, and being open to taking a little bit of risk. Mm. I don't know how lucky you're gonna be if you're not willing to take risk. Mm.
0: Um, Don't know how lucky you're gonna be if you don't take risk. I think that's a fascinating sentence. It's um, because by taking risk, you can be more often more unlucky, but equally there is, hypothetically, Between a chance you're more side. lucky. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in, in, in your life, do you do you feel well? One, do you feel that you're a lucky person or an unlucky person? i yet to find someone that tells me they're unlucky. Think so unlucky, which is interesting yeah. psychology. But do you equally, in your life, can you can you think of a story where you were particularly lucky in say business or particularly unlucky?
1: I think I'm a very lucky person. I think I'm a lucky person, uh, partly because of of circumstances. Um, so I was born lucky to the extent I was born into the family into which I was I was I was born. So
0: and Megan might not agree with that. Yeah. Luck. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's true. <laughs> but then the royal, you know, maybe maybe the they, have,
1: they don't have the best perspective on it. Well, that's um, an interesting point, <laughs> right?
0: isn't it? A lot of people would view their lifestyle as pretty lucky, right? Absolutely. And then, and then to them, it's a Absolute, trap.
1: Absolutely. To
0: them so it's a trap. Uh, um
1: But you know, that's their own perspective.
0: Mm, but you feel so, lucky to be born into your family? and I feel lucky
1: that's... to be born into a family. So I was born into a, a family that was. Uh, Very supportive, very loving, um, and fortunately had some resources. Mm. Um, There's no way I would be uh, the person that I am today if I had not been born into a family with resources. Mm. So um, that allowed me to to live a particular kind of life, to have particular experiences, um, to have an education. Um, But probably more than anything, it allowed me to take. More risk mm. and what I mean is if I fall flat on my bum you know if I if mm. I put if I'm all-in on a mm. business idea mm. and I'm a middle-aged person so if I'm all-in on a business mm. idea and I call fall completely flat I can always move in with mom and dad mm. right so mm. or, or my sisters or mm. so it's a lot easier for somebody like me that that has that, that is is not going to end up mm. homeless, mm. or is not going to end up, you know, living in very difficult circumstances mm. because I have those resources. Mm. This is
0: one of the many reasons I wanted to interview you. I, I find your perspective on things fascinating, and I actually listen to you and completely agree with what you just said. <laughs> and how that is a benefit to you. Yeah. Yet yeah, again, out there in the world, I see all the time, especially from um, you know, let's call them gurus, and they'll say, "Cut off from your family. You know, don't rely on them to pay your bills. Don't rely on them to give you money. Yeah. You know, go and survive on your own." Um, I'm thinking in particular about you know, Gary Vee. You know, he's yeah. doing some quotes about how kids should just stop taking money from their parents and and go out there and make things happen. You know, on their own. Yeah, which yeah, which yeah. which are, the advice itself, I think, is solid when I hear yes. it. Yeah. Uh, but again, listening to you, I also can see the benefit of having that supportive family, yeah. encouraging you to try things, um, encourage and giving you a somewhat of a safety net. Although, you know, I don't know um, if you really do want to well, move back home. And, <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, I know, I, know, I know what you mean. It's but fascinating. But this is the way my,
1: my brain works. So I'll tell you a story about when I was practicing law, and, and I did a lot of trial work. And it's very, very natural for every lawyer before they're gonna go in front of a jury to, to feel nervous. Once you get into it and you do your opening statements and so on and so forth, then you're into it and you're fine. But the, what I would do, um, whenever, whenever I knew, oh God, I'm five minutes away, I've gotta do my opening statement, I um, address the jury, and I would certainly be nervous. And there's a lot at stake, you mm-hmm. know. Um, when I would say to myself, what's the worst thing that can happen. I said, well, if I can't do it, I'll just pretend I'm having a heart attack. I'll (laughs) drop on the floor. Wow. So, and then and then and then I won't have to do it. And this is how my mind works, right? So, right. that th- that's what I would do. And of course, it never happened. Right. But that's how I settled my nerves. Mm. I can get it, I have right. an escape valve. Right, right. Okay? So that, that's brilliant, actually. So yeah, I have I mean, an escape valve. Yeah, yeah. And it's very much sort of the same thing. Now, other people's minds may not work like that, mm. but mine does. So mm. this is the same thing. So if, if I'm all in on mm. an idea, mm. or you know, I'm about to quit a well-paying job, mm. I'm going to say, oh God, I'm putting a will, and I'm not going to get paid for X amount of Mm. time. And you know, that worst case scenario is, you know, I always, I can always go Mm. do this, Mm. you know, and okay, when my, my, when, and even down the line, I Mm. say, well, I take a risk with this business, it doesn't mm. succeed, and eh, I can always go move in with my mm. sister, mm. and I'll, you know, I'll clean her house and in exchange cook her meals and everything will be fine. Mm. That, I mean, that's literally how my brain, so it allows me to sort of say, I, I do worst case scenario, but if I didn't have that sort of, from a business perspective mm. now, right, so not just we I'm talking about what I would do to face, to face a jury, but from a business perspective, I can do that. The other thing I don't have is children, so it's a, it's, it's, it can be a little bit selfish. I, I don't have the same amount of responsibilities that, that many other people have, so mm. that also has freed me. There's a cost to not having children, you don't have children who, you know, creating that loving environment. Mm. There's also a huge cost to having children. So but there's I, a cost yeah. to having children, <laughs> yeah, right? both And so you have to be less risky, mental, yeah. you know, you have to be less risky because you've got obligations. Mm. So um, I don't have financial obligations except to myself. So mm. that allows me to, to, to become, to, to do, engage in more risky business decisions, mm-hmm. if you will, um, and probably um, maybe be more open to luck. I'm, mm. I'm not sure.
0: Um, Again, I find it a a fascinating angle. I I love uh, your insight, and and I love it in in lots of respects. It's a little bit different to mine, in the sense that I, you know, as you know, I I left home at fifteen, left school at fifteen, and I actually had to survive. If I didn't, if I didn't make the business work, for example, I wouldn't eat. And so there was no safety net of going. And and I sometimes draw on experience and, and say to founders that you almost have to you know, go to the island and then when you get to the island, burn the boat. There's, yeah. no, there's no going yeah. back. Yeah. But I think if you're mentally strong enough, and I think yeah. that's where you know, your, your superpower is, Where you can segment it out and you can say I'm going to make this work and the worst case scenario is I get back on that boat and go back to the old island. Yeah,
1: unfortunately it has never happened. Right. So I've never had to pretend. Uh Well maybe it's never (laughs) happened
0: because you tried to do something and you had that backup plan but you never had to use it. I mean people say never have a plan B. That's another thing I see a lot, right? But you're saying have a plan B but hopefully you never have to execute it. But you can help you execute plan A.
1: It can, because because it, it it takes the fear out of things. Right. right.
0: I don't think you hear that advice very often. I think it's really solid, interesting insight. Um,
1: but, you know, if you're opening a new business or starting a new business or pushing forward with a new business idea, it's, it's scary. Mm. You know, it is. It's, it's very scary, it? it's very very easy to have that paycheck coming in every week mm-hmm. or every other week or or whatever the case may be. Um, so there's a there, it's risky and and a courageous act hmm. in many ways as well to to turn your back on that. Not everybody is made out for that either. Um, you know, I th- sometimes I think a good portion of the world probably isn't.
0: I think that's said enough too. Not yeah. everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur.
1: No, they're not. It they're seems not. to have
0: become the glamorous thing to do, but it is it is a certain.
1: Well, that's I mean, well, that's an interesting thing too because I, I, I wonder sometimes whether or not the desire to be an entrepreneur, particularly among young people, is more because they want things faster. Mm-hmm. I may or may not be right on that. I, I'm not sure whether or not people are seeking a particular kind of success. Um, in other words, their only way to get there and to get there fast is to do it that way. What to that? That? do you think about that?
0: Do you think you can get there fast? Is that that's lucky? Right, that's where you need that's luck. lucky. If you want to get there fast, it's luck that's going to get you there,
1: right? I think so. Look, there are or, there. Or are, you could
0: argue that you know, if you look at these child look. stars that <laughs> made you know, they were unlucky to make it so young, weren't they? I mean, some of them are conical clean. These, these, you know, these yeah. these talented young actors that become rich by the time they're fifteen, and then bankrupt by well, the time bankrupt, they're fifteen, bankrupt <laughs> or or worse, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean. so they're unlucky that they well, made it so young.
1: There are extraordinary individuals um, that have an idea, you know, at, at their university age. Um, you know, founder of Facebook, founders of Google and mm. uh, Microsoft. Um, but they're they're, um, I mean you've got a you've got a better chance of winning the, that lottery than mm. you do actually of of having that level of success or or that that incredible idea. Mm. That's lucky. Mm. That's mm. really lucky. Mm. Um, well, I and, a, I and a, I combined with tremendous, uh, you know, obviously there's something very special about them as well, in terms of their idea, their ability to formulate their idea and sell their idea mm. and so on and so forth.
0: But, um, do you think? Um, you've been unlucky in life do you see I any mean, bad luck hm more que pero doesn't it feel like this is oh, yeah dude this is I'm, right. I'm going to get better at being a, a podcast host like Thomas
1: um, i think everybody's been has every everybody has certainly had bad luck sure yeah um, i mean it's you know, good or bad health is a question of good or bad luck, often, not mm. always. Um, but most o- more often than not. Um, what's that whole thing, you hate to put your mouth on it? But no, I don't think so. I've had bad things happen. Um, and I really hate to be one of those people that says, oh, you always get to learn something. Oh, Sometimes yeah. shitty things are just shitty things. Right. Sometimes bad things are bad things. And right. no, there were no really good lessons mm. to, to, to happen from that. But in the in the broader picture, in the bigger picture of things, no, I've been a really lucky person because I've gotten to, or I've been able to live a life that's um, that's been really great. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I've had opportunities to to live in in different countries, to experience things that most people don't. Um, and it's really hard to say I'm an unlucky person if you look you look at the situation in the world and you look at what you have been given, what you've been born into. Mm. Uh, y- not just the family you've been born into, but the culture you've been born into, the country you've been born into. And it's really hard to say, oh, I've got really bad luck when there's so much really bad luck. Mm. Um, so it's question of perspective versus yeah. other people's Yeah, I mean, it's really hard luck. to say, I've got a lot of bad luck and mm. then sort of put myself next to you know, Aleppo in Syria. Mm. Mm. Um, so it's sort of, you know, sort of you, you feel a little bit ungrateful mm. if you if you sit there. And s- at least I do. Mm. If I sit there and say, "Oh, I've had some bad luck," I can't mm. really. S- in the larger picture, how can I say, mm. I'm bad. "I've had a great life"? This, this has know?
0: actually come up before. It's a very interesting area. I think the whole "I've not had bad luck" uh, element. People feel that they say it. There is an element of not being grateful for what they've got, mm. as Absolutely. if the two go hand in hand. Yeah. As if bad luck is somehow being ungrateful. It's an interesting correlation. And um, wouldn't luckily. your
1: grandmother
0: say, don't put your mouth on it? Right, that, that's not <laughs> a saying I know, actually. <laughs> oh, no, don't a, put your mouth on it. luck so, will come. Right, oh, I see. The yeah. bad luck will come, well, see, you say. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. But I, 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 know, I find you fascinating, I mean, we've had many chats, and, yeah, uh, and yeah. I always find your insights so so useful, frankly. Um, I always wondered, I never asked you, why why you stopped being a lawyer? What, what, what happened?
1: Um, I would say it's complicated, but it probably isn't complicated. Um, I, I I I was one of those young people that sort of had this vision of saving the world mm-hmm. and thought that I would. Um, it's quite pretentious, but that's okay. That's what it means to be young. And um, I I was essentially a criminal defense lawyer in the Bronx, uh, in the very South Bronx in New York, and. Um, you know, I really wanted to free the innocent and, and the wrongfully accused, and um, I did that for about 10 years. And with each passing year, I grew increasingly frustrated with the system, mm. um, which I think in the larger picture is a great system, but in the day-to-day, in the day-to-day carrying out of, of, a, of a system, whatever system that is, whether it's a political system, a legal system, even a business, um there's always what it's supposed to be and what it actually is day to day and i saw a lot of injustice and a lot of things i couldn't change and worse than that it began to change me mm. so um i sort of woke up not not one morning but it it, it it sort of began to dawn on me that i was participating in in a system that was somewhat dishonest um So you had witnesses that would lie and primarily police officers that that would lie, not because they were bad people, but because they had arrested somebody the year before. They arrest five people a day and it's a year. And they really can't remember who Mm. your client is. Mm. They have no memory of it. So they just kind of make it up because they've arrested somebody. Everybody starts to become it, the humanness goes out of the system, right? So you, you, you everybody just sort of becomes a, na- a, a face and a nameless face, and it's like a, it just system just keeps rolling, pushing nameless mm. faces through, and everybody participates in that. Mm. And I think you think you're doing something that's in the larger picture good, but in the larger picture a good thing, but I actually think from the day to day it's not, and that there's a lot of you because you lose contact with. The individual person, and it rather becomes this sort of sea of faceless humanity. That there's a lot of injustice. I don't know what the answers are. Mm. I don't. Th- I think it's a complicated. Um, it's a very complicated thing to do. Mm. You know, dealing with with budgets and you know, changing of, of massive systems. I don't know what the answers are. I mm. think we can do better.
0: You just woke up one day and said, "Right, I'm out. I'm out. Right. So yeah. that's kind of career number one. Yeah, that was Tip. it. Yeah.
1: Um, and then I had an opportunity to move to Asia uh, and work for a legal publishing company. Mm. So although I stayed in the legal realm, it was a completely different right. thing from which what I was I, doing. Which
0: I think is an interesting thing. That p- people always start off, I think, in their business lives. And I speak to a lot of young people these days. And they're kind of like, what should I do for the rest of my life? What should I do with my life? And at the truth is, you can have two or three different careers, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of, I think, much... No, not only
1: can you, I would encourage you right?
0: to. And I think with your example there, what maybe... I think is an insight I think might be useful for people is that you can take that all that experience you had as a lawyer and you can apply it to something new so publishing yeah. in the legal field absolutely so you know you wouldn't think publishing and, and being a lawyer would have yeah. a correlation but uh, I, I, I've had exactly the same yeah. By the way. I've, yeah I've taken marketing as my core knowledge yes throughout yeah. each of the businesses that I yeah. built and although businesses have been very different than an investment company or creative agency yeah. that core skill comes with you right? So that's kind absolutely
1: of, true yeah. but, but more than that too if you think about it you're asking people that are very young with very little exposure to make decisions about who and what they're going to be mm. and how they're going to spend 8 hours, 10 hours, 12 mm. hours a day mm. when they barely know who they are as people mm. so It's not that I don't encourage people to go and you know find out what your passion is and go do it, but Mm. your passion at twenty one or twenty two or twenty three may be very different. Totally. When I I was twenty, I wanted to open
0: up a nightclub. I I couldn't (laughs) think of anything (laughs) worse right now.
1: And but you know, getting back to the whole luck thing, though, that's Mm. that's the lucky part. The lucky part is um, is also saying, you know, what I've had this Mm. career as a lawyer. I've had this Mm. career in marketing, Mm. and I'm lucky enough to be in a position mm. where I can make a change. Mm. So, do we create our own luck? Yes, you create your own luck, but you do so by putting yourself in that position. Mm. It's
0: interesting. I think cause a lot of people I know, and uh, I think my neighbour is a lawyer. Uh, not putting lawyers down, but you know, I, I see that sometimes. They're lucky that they became a lawyer. They had all that privilege. Yes. And then if you ask me sometimes they become unlucky because they don't quit. They keep going. They stay in the system they hate. Absolutely because the money's good, the image is good. And you get trapped. And so then then what was once luck becomes bad luck.
1: And you become sort of you become sort of enamoured of this. Sort of prestige that mm. goes along with having rights, which actually right?
0: really isn't the important piece, is it? It's, it's enjoying not enjoying the day to day that matters. It, right?
1: Well, that's that's So what's hugely important because at, at the end of the day, when you know when the lights are going to go out for you, it's not going to be I was a lawyer. Mm. It's it's going to be the experiences you had mm. in life. Mm. You know that they're going to going to be what counts, mm. not what label you had, not what makes you look influential, important, well educated, whatever. Mm. It's, it's what you've been able to do.
0: Mm. Um, I think I think that is a great way to end the podcast actually. And I told many times that twenty minutes is good for a podcast. I could talk to you forever. I love your insights. Thank oh, you thank for sharing you. a few thank of them you. today. Thank uh, with you. I really audience. enjoy
1: it you know, we do this all the time. We so do, so. but <laughs> I finally got it on tape
0: and I can share some of your brilliance with, with the rest of the world. So thank thanks you, very Simon. much. And thank you. That was fun. Yeah, enjoy talking to you always. So, thank you.